Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, but joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? Uh, maxing and relaxing on Saturday afternoon. All right. Also joining us is Mr. Aunt Pooh. Sorry, how are you? I have nothing eloquent to say, although I did like my uh, Luke Crate at man T. Hey now. All right. You say loot crate? Yeah, I decided to go ahead and uh, uh, get one for the month. And we did an unboxing video that'll be up this weekend. Um, not bad. That's oh, okay. what I say. I didn't know they yeah. were still doing it. I remember a long time ago. Oh, I thought that was. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah they, they got anime, wrestling, a Marvel. Yeah. Oh, wow. They got some. Yeah. I just got the regular one because they had it on sale, you know, my cheap ass. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm gonna sign up for uh, Pornhub has one. I'm gonna sign up for theirs. Loot <laughs> crate. <laughs> yeah, if you, all right, Billy. I thought you knew what the problem. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. What's going on with your uh, podcast, your show, the QA? Yeah, we do good. We just uh, recorded a unboxing that we'll get up uh, this oh, weekend, okay. and, and then we're uh, uh, doing another. We're going into video now. You know, I figured oh, nice. out uh, how to work this through uh, Google Chat, so we can record in two different areas. So, try to take it to the next level, as you would say. Okay, I would say uh, your co-host is not hurting the eyes, so it would be, you, know, you would probably want to have him on camera. <laughs> That's the businessman and me speaking. Yeah, oh, I feel you, I feel you. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I ain't said none of that, by the way. Ah, oh, man, stop playing. Stop playing. But anyway, uh, shout out to you guys' show Q and A. Um, all right, let's get into things here. Let's see what's what's first on the docket. What do we want to get into? Let's get into the let's let's close the book on James Gunn, shall we? Because apparently it's Marvel has. Now. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, you know, there's the whole thing. He got fired over his uh, pedophile jokes. Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of those. And, you know, we already know that story. Uh, some of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, they had banded together and did an open letter and was like, you know, expressed their misfortunes about this. Dave Barista. Is that, his, is that how you say his last name? Like a Batista. Barista. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm thinking. That's his next job. <laughs> Barista. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Yeah, can I get a triple mocha? Hey, aren't you? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like, did you get my order? Nothing goes over my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get the Drax special. But anyway, um, you know, Dave has been real, you know, real hard. Like, he's, you know, not happy about this. And he's really been calling out Marvel and Disney on social media. And, you know, it seemed like he insinuated, like, he wouldn't. He don't want to be in the movie if they don't use his script. And listen, Blatt in the third. Well, I guess over the past week, uh, James Gunn had a meeting with uh, Alan Horn. He's the, one of the top guys over there at, at Disney. And, you know, they basically just let him know, hey, man, not going not bringing you back. You know, I, they, they said that the meeting was done as a, you know, a form of respect to James. And, you know, say, hey, man, we'll meet with you. But, you know, we're not changing now, I know before this, there was some talk that uh, Kevin Feige and, and Marvel was trying to get Disney to, you know, bring James Gunn back. Now, 
Kevin Feige was out of town. He wasn't at that <laughs> meeting. <laughs> he was like, y'all not going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so all that talk, you know, when it's time to put boots on the ground, he's busy. Uh, and so, you know, they basically closed the door on, on, on Mr. Gunn. I said, nah, man, we just not, we can't work with you. Feige um, was probably talking to his replacement. Might be. You're probably scouting the next one. And then, so now, you know, my question is, what, what's up with uh, Dave Batista? Uh, what, what is, is he? No, I think he did. He did uh, tweet something, right? He said, like, uh, Disney's making America great again or something like that. He, oh, yes. yes yeah, he, he wants to just bury his career, <laughs> man. He, woo. What do you guys do? And Pooh, man, what's your, what's your thoughts? Well, first, I'm going to go ahead and take it to wrestling. I wish he had this same energy going at Vince McMahon when it was trash about a decade ago when he was in the WWE. Because I know uh, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and some of the other boys that was treated like shit would have appreciated Dave going to bat for them. But that's neither here nor there. Mm. My main thing is, is like, Yes, you know, I had a fondness for Batista because he was coming from the wrestling world, just like The Rock, just like Cena. You know, I want to see them shine. And the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he he knocked it out of the ballpark. Now, the second, I thought, I don't, <laughs> he should be mad at James Gunn, but apparently I'm in the minority as far as liking the, um, the evolution of his character from the first film to the second. I get being down with your boy, but I feel like, there are some things that you shouldn't ride for. And it seems like he's in a no fucks given mode. So um, he's prepared to deal with the consequences. But going at Disney, who's who's about to have the industry on a lock uh, as far as all these different IPs, the way they're going into streaming, they got television and of course, the film industry, you know, he's 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 prepared for that smoke. I, I think it's foolish for that guy. I don't, I mean, he, he seems adamant that this is a good guy. He must have bonded with him. For me, any person that's putting out those type of quote unquote jokes that's going to to catch a predator themed parties, which was, they had pictures of that, which came out last week. Again, everybody said, ha ha, it's a joke. We're just having fun. It's just that it's just a reoccurring theme with this guy. So I just don't understand what did he show him in two, from 2012 to 2018 that you're just going to bypass all that. So Sort of. I'm like, all right, man, I guess you, you, you loyal in a mofo, but I feel like you loyal to the wrong cause and you shooting yourself in the foot. Mm. Big sexy. You know, I do agree with uh, Ant to an extent. I think that the joke was obviously was in god awful taste, but I think it was also along the line of like watching something on South Park or something like that where they do all that type of out-of-bounds humor anyway, uh, all the time. Having said that, I do admire the loyalty to to his friend. I understand that. But at the same time, Dave, you are new in this field. Now, in WWE, yeah, you had a little bit of pull. Here, you ain't nobody, man. You ain't nobody. And for you to come out like this publicly and then, the, you know, run your mouth on Twitter about Disney? Are you out of your mind? You know, unless you really don't care about, you know, developing further in this area, dude, you may, it's, it's probably already too late for this guy. Now, again, I can admire the loyalty, 
But it's like Ann said, on this particular stance, I think uh, I don't think you need to fall on the sword on this one. But again, he, he knows knows what he's doing and is prepared to take the heat for it. Yeah, I think he you know, he he essentially just he kind of pulled the Tyrese, you know, and <laughs> you, you overplayed your shot. You know, there's like I say, shoot your shot sometimes. Like, well, uh, yeah, that's uh, I don't know, that's Halle Berry over there, or that's that's Michelle Obama. Um, shoot your shot. Eh. Hey, stay in your lane. You know, <laughs> and I just think here, you know, he kind of. It, again, he could be just like, you know, I, I'll take the consequences, fall on the sword, so be it. But, you know, uh, I think a lot of people would be like, it's just like if you was at a job, right? Just take away, you know, being an actor and all that. You, you're going to work for somebody and you know, like, oh, man, my coworker, he always be joking. He, you know, he be, I'm, uh, you know, yeah, you could say they're pedophile jokes or if it was, I don't know if they were racial jokes. Ah, uh, you know, blacks, man, they always... You know, and I'm not being racial. So these are jokes. And you might know the guys. He's cool. He just be talking crazy. You know, nobody paying him no mind. It's funny. But you know, like if the CEO of the company came around or like you was at a meeting, a conference, and they bust and you saying them jokes and they kind of out in public or like let's just say it was on your Twitter thing. Hey, John, I got some of my customers so they saw in your, you have a very popular uh, Facebook thing, or maybe one of their coworkers saw you talking about, you know, calling blacks monkeys or something. What, what was that about? Huh? All the jokes, man. Okay. Well, uh, some of our uh, customers are talking about pulling out. You know, you're in sales. Uh, and now you'd be the coworker. Now you know he's joking. Yeah, you, yeah, he's just joking. But you know, you also now is now it's now hit you real because well, the CEO man said you know some of your clients they want to pull out. They don't want to do business with your company because the guy working over there he doing jokes. He doing black jokes, and, he's, and it's just jokes. He ain't racist. Uh, if I was at that company, eh, I'm gonna let you, you gonna have to ride this on your own, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I know you joke, but this is this is a business. And unless you're about to go start another company and give me some money, I'm cool. You gonna have to stand over there with that. And I can say that's a. I don't know if you want to call it a sellout. What you call it? What you want? But I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't fight that battle. I'd be like, eh, yeah, you kind of fucked up. You know, you gotta take. Take your take your lumps, man. If they don't want to, if the the man doing business say you might hurt their money, versus you know you taking a taboo topic and and joking about it, you know, there might be a cross to bear with that. So, to me, lessons learned is no matter what you do, you're putting stuff on social media. In today's world, moving forward, all of that shit can come back to get you. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you better pull a Ryan Johnson and some of these other guys and just go on and delete all that foolishness because if you're trying to elevate yourself into other situations as you move up any you know past bullshit that's out there in the world could come back to haunt you on your money so you make a decision if you just oh, I ain't racing shit I said, I said it back then that's when I said it no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
cool. You be you be broke like you was. You, you back might, then yeah, you around. might be broke, but you know that's what it now. You know, sort of shifting gears. I, I saw this, uh, was this senator or something out of Georgia this morning on CNN. Oh, <laughs> it's the same type of thing. It's, it's it's potentially could be the same thing for Trump, right? Supposedly they got these tapes of him saying the N word. I guess before he was a president. Oh, and this senator dude or congresswoman, he was like basically saying, well, that happened before he was a president. So I'm, a, I'm essentially, that's not a problem for me. <laughs> nah. You know, <laughs> he didn't say why he was a president. So he's like, as a man, you know, I'm cool. You know, I'm conflicted as a man, but as a congressperson, you know, see, yeah, that, see, that's some bullshit. Now you can maybe play those games. And I'm sure that dude's gonna get crucified right now in his district, online. He yeah, sounds says crazy. Senator from Georgia. Georgia. What? Hey, Georgia. Some people ain't with that stuff. Not out in the open like that. He he really. In a, I would think he's actually off code because he's 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 he done mm-hmm. slipped up and spoke it out there on the mainstream where you're not really supposed to do it like that because you can't really combat. You know, we're not we're not trying to have. Us out, you're not really trying to be out there saying niggas and all that. That's not really, you can't really get down like that. You have to have that coded language and do it, not be on some David Duke, you know, all right. That stuff ain't really, they can't really co sign that out in the open. So I'm just saying, I think he misspoke by saying that. He got tripped up when he's talking all that. Or oh, as a man, you know, he ain't really supposed to say, it. he's supposed to just see the thing is, he wants to be on Trump's dick so hard. He's not thinking like what's a smarter way to get out of this question than to just say I, I, I co-sign the n-word like no no real politician cat can co-sign the n look at the White House right they came out this week uh, Omarosa said she got tapes Sarah Sanders and they got up there what she said so I can't guarantee you he ain't saying Because you can't, there's really no, now they know that that tape probably is out there. They're not going to be another gotcha moment when that bitch drops. So I'm just going to say, I don't know nothing. I, I can't get out. I don't know what he said, but I'm not jumping on that. So I ain't got nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Because <laughs> when the tape do come out, you're not going to be able to come to me. So it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't outright say that shit and be considered mainstream. But I, I mean, again, times are changing too. You never know. But anyway, going going back to James Gunn, like, yeah, man. I mean, he had a good run, and it's not to say that he's not done in the industry. I'm sure somebody else. No, he's got to take a little time out for a minute. Shoot, a Hollywood Reporter is saying that Warner Brother was uh, trying to get at him, which I'm like, damn, really? Business is business, man. I saw a tape of him today. He was at the shooting range with Michael Rooker. Oh lord! Name. And it was from years ago, I guess. But the the thing that they were shooting at the target, it was made to look like a, a man and a woman or something. And even oh, there, shit. he is talking crazy, like ah, he shot the lady in her head, right? He's like, oh, you shot the lady. He's like, yeah, you know, I almost, I wish it was a real person, you know. I, I, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh, you, you just, I can dude, see why they had to, up, yeah, they had to cut you. <laughs> you, you. You're just talking too loose, and it's on public. You can't be recording that shit and putting it out. And then think that these types again. I don't know if he was considered a comedian before. I'm not sure, but you got to pick your lane. If you're gonna be a comedian, then yeah, you can probably get a pass. But if you're not a comedian and you doing all that, 
And then you, you know, you're getting into like billion dollar corporation business. They, they can't have that. You know, the only person that's going to get a pass is the comedian. Now, there may be some comedians that be talking some crazy shit and stand up, but they can be in a Disney movie or some other type of thing because, well, he's a funny, you know, that's what they do. But then again, same point. Mike, was it Michael Richards? Yeah, Michael Richards went Richard. a little nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nigga. You're a nigga. That's, a, that's hilarious. But anyway. Shut up! 50 years ago, you had your own tied down with a fucking fork up your ass. <laughs> you can talk, you can talk, you can talk your brain now, motherfucker. Roll his ass out. He's a nigga. He's a nigga. He's a nigga. Oh my god. A nigga. it up over this and I'm, I'm, I'm very very sorry uh, to those uh, people in the audience uh, the blacks the Hispanics the whites everyone that was there that took the brunt of that anger and 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 hate and rage and and how it came through and and, and I'm concerned about more hate and more rage and more anger coming through uh, not just towards me but towards uh, a black-white conflict. There's a great deal of disturbance in this country and how blacks feel about what happened in Katrina. And you know, many of the comics, many performers are in Las Vegas and New Orleans uh, trying to raise money for what happened there. And uh, for this to happen, for me to be in a comedy club and flip out and say this crap, you know, I'm I'm deeply, deeply sorry. All right. <laughs> now, you mentioned um, this uh, Georgia <clears throat> politician as a, you know, comparison. That made me think about the uh, young Michigan candidate who said some real out-of-pocket things about her Asian opponent. Hey, Mark, hey, Mark. Yeah. Get on code. I can't get on code with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get on code with that one, man. Smart play. You know, she's way out of pocket with that one. 
Yeah, it was something to do about, she called the Asian ladies ch- Ching Chong. Uh-huh. Like, whoa. And then I guess the, her, her opponent's uh, husband's African-American. It sounded like what? she uh, was trying uh-huh. to talk, or oh, why you... Uh huh. You can't even say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm actually going through the article. I want to find this. Apparently, she was. I'm trying to figure out where was she saying these comments. It just. It makes no sense to me. If you're in politics or any public office and you're talking wild like this, it just. I don't understand how you can justify any of this. Uh, uh, Michigan State document apologized Thursday for calling her opponent and the rival's campaign staff, Ching Chongs, in reference to the candidate's Asian heritage. State Rep Betty Cook Scott has come under fire after she hurled anti-Asian slurs at State Representative Stephanie Chang during the primary election last week, the Detroit Metro Times reported. Scott reportedly referred to her opponent as Ching Chang and Ching Chong to voters. Outside oh, polling precincts. <laughs> now, what's it about staying on cold, Aunt? <laughs> <laughs> she also allegedly made other offensive comments, including telling one of Chang's campaign volunteers, You don't belong here, and I want you out of my country. In addition, Sean Gray, full Trump. Yeah, Chang's African American husband said Scott scolded him for marrying Chang. Uh, that's wild, man. Ooh. I mean, you, you, you were saying it? Okay. Uh, Representative, <laughs> Representative Scott, did they say if she's married or not? I don't know if it was that having to do with it, but not I was gonna, I was gonna say it's probably just a whole lot of hateration. Like you took a black man from me. Uh well, there might uh, be some uh, of that in there. I don't know. I mean uh, it's just it's ridiculous. You're not gonna you play yourself. Essentially, you play yourself. And you know they're going to use this shit against you. Like, ain't no way in hell you're going to be able to sugarcoat that, you know. And why would you be outside? Of, see, that's the thing. People probably get gassed up. She said she was outside the polling precinct. She was probably just talking. Didn't think. She probably thought the people around her was on board. And, again, you don't know certain people that's standing around and you're talking crazy. And somebody's, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Probably had it on tapers. I gotcha. You don't know who's around you talking crazy and you out in the public. That's what happens. Like you, you got to think you elected official, you running for office. You ain't got no space to be doing no fuck shit. Like especially talking racist rhetoric out in the streets. When you're in politics in today's climate and you're in public, there is always media around. Always. Yeah. Look at, I mean, listen, look at all of the, you know, permit patties and all of that. These, these are just regular people getting caught up and losing their career. Mm-hmm. You know, if they hear that inkling of some black folks acting a fool, talking crazy, it's, oh, they're going to pull up all of them to show you why, it, oh, well, we got rid of them, so of course we're going to get rid of you. <laughs> you think so you got to play it close i mean there's just no room for that you, you can't not if you're in a position like i mean especially she got something to lose like it just makes you look mad or something i don't really understand like is that supposed to get you more votes ah damn ching changs 
Get out of my country. Huh? Now, uh, what is, now it's our country? And I and I want to be on cold, but I'm not on cold with stupidity. Like, just, eh. Sit down, sister. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Said enough. In your emotions, she's probably in her feelings. That's the problem. Get in your feelings, start talking crazy. Yeah, there you go. Now you got to see. She's on the apology train. <laughs> you know. But uh, man, yeah, that's that's some crazy shit. Um, something I was going bring up and I got sidetracked from that oh we gotta man we gotta give up our respect to Aretha Franklin definitely uh, yeah Aretha Franklin passed was at um, 16th man another legend man uh, man that's some crazy stuff man Aretha Franklin one of the best to ever do it you know a, a long career uh, I don't, and there it for to me in terms of singing and like what the songs meant to people, ain't nobody did that again so far, in my opinion. No, no, ain't even no comparison. And I love, listen, I, I love Beyonce and all that, but it's a different. They have a different type of feel to that. It's a, that's a she's on more of a pop superstar that Aretha Franklin, man. Listen, that that's a whole other thing, man. That's that when they say Queen of Soul, it's so easy to say that, but it's real. Like you can listen to that music, and I don't care where it was when it was made. Her voice is just gonna get you, like gonna make you feel a certain way, man. And, and she just been a part of a lot of different things over the years, even behind the scenes. So ain't nobody on, uh, you know, in terms of musically, and ain't nobody on that level right now. You know, I saw on Facebook, and I'm not going to, you know, throw anyone under the bus for once, but I saw on Facebook someone was saying, or suggesting, you know, maybe Mary J. Blige can step into that title. No! no. And I'm not dissing Mary at all, at, at all. But no, no, that ain't going to happen. Okay, that's not going to happen. And Mary herself would say that. Mm-hmm. You know? But, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you respect the... Uh, Respect the lineage and her pedigree, man. Look at the work she's about. And the thing that, that stands out to me, you know, as high as everything she's done as an individual, when she stepped up in 98 at the Grammys when Pavarotti couldn't make it, she's like, I got this. And she went out there and tore up the opera section? Mm-hmm. Shit. There it is, man. You know, people, no one can do that. No one. Absolutely. Uh, no, what I was going to say is, is that, that that whole generation, Aretha, Patty, Gladys, Shaka, it's just, it's just like we need to revere them while they're here. Yes. And, and I'm not trying to knock this generation. I just think that it's, it's just different. You know, I'm, I was listening to some of her music last night, just the musical, the musicianship on her songs, uh, the live bands as compared to today where you're making a beat. And I, I'm not knocking it at all. It's just it's just uh, the state of the industry now where it's, you know, you have the people that don't, I mean, today that don't play uh, instruments as much and are going in and producing beats. And it's not lending itself to to really accentuate a powerful voice. You mentioned Mary J. Blige. I would say, yeah, she might be the last of that line of those great songstress that they sing and you feel 
with their singing. And, you know, it's just kind of sad because, you. I mean, I love Patty and Gladys, but, yeah, Aretha is the voice of the of this millennia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I'm sure... Gladys would say that, Patty. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure Gladys would say that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Aretha Franklin, man, a legend, and music will live on forever, man. That's... And she had no problem speaking her mind. I can't wait to get <laughs> nope. to that age. I really can't wait to get to that age. <laughs> <laughs> well, one more thing about uh, Miss Franklin throughout the industry and this goes from all producers she worked with you know they all say the same thing Aretha would come in one or two takes and it's done not because she was in a hurry not because she was a diva it's because she was that good that's amazing so, so, I mean, here's a question I have to ask. Do you think it's just a case of vocal capabilities or you know, today's singers not being taught how to sing that way as far as, you know, that generation, Aretha, Gladys, Patty, and, you know, now with Beyonce, Keisha Cole. Um, I'm like, I'm really cold. Like, oh, Keisha, Keisha Cole is a good singer. No, she is not. <laughs> no, you wow. gotta look at some of her live performances. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, Monica Tamar. Okay. I, I think no, it's a combination of both things, you know, and unfortunately, this goes back to our public school system a lot, too, because they're not teaching that anymore. And so you have the lack of instruction, and then you have the rise of technology. I'm looking right at you, Autotune, and things of that nature. And it's like, okay, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to dance first. And I got to be about the performance first. Uh, what's my man's name? Chris Brown. Well, he can dance. I don't give a shit. Can he sing? No. And with a, lo- a lot of the newer artists, same thing. They're more about the overall presentation than be able to just walk up to a mic and let it rip. You know, a lot of people can't do that for whatever reason. Yeah, I think, too, you know, it's there now. There are singers. There's singers out there. There are people that blow. You know, they just have that ability. Maybe in the church, they may just be doing their thing. But I think the thing is, the the way this game is set up, it's more important how you look. Yes. Versus if you can sing or not. And secondly, if you can just have a hot song. And I think, the, so the thing is, I think a lot of the people who really do sing, they don't have the look that they want to present out there. Yeah. Nor do they have that hot song that just comes out of you know from the internet now at this point or whatever, and they're forced to deal with. So that's why you don't see the you don't see the real singers. They it, it, you know the industry is not set up for them to be at the spotlight because it ain't got nothing to do with the talent. Is <laughs> can we sell it? And I, we can go grab Cardi B. She's got that look and you know, the attitude that they want. The music is secondary. It's got a great hit. Great. But we can sell this, you know, or we can get, you know, some of these younger. I, I, I don't even have these halfway even know half of them anymore. What's her name? Uh, these little young girls. I guess they're from Disney or something. I mean, they be the face of. Are like, talking about 3LW? Or? No, 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 no. Uh, 
Andriana Grande or oh Ariana Grande oh. and Selena Gomez, yeah. Those you know that's <clears throat> the look, that's the demographic they pushing. So you know the the young lady, I would say the Miley. last one who probably could really blow, in my opinion, would be like Fantasia or uh, what's the other girl from Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, I was just about to mention them too. They don't yeah. fit that visual. <laughs> Aesthetic, they're not really trying to push the black woman on the R&B tip right now, so they're not going to get that. You know, they're going to have their little thing, but then they're out of here. You know, they, they got them brought in the next one. So the, to me, those are the ones who can really sing. But again, they don't, that's the industry ain't really about that no more to be pumping that up. Those guys are going to go do movies or broad, you know, the little stage plays and they'll probably put some music out, but. It's not going to be mansion, even like a, a Jill Scott or something. Like they're not going to put that, pump her out there like that no more. That's just not the, that ain't the look, you know, sad to say. So there well, are singers think, out there. They just they ain't mainstream. That ain't what that's about. And I think a lot of it also is <clears throat> the producers of the day aren't really looking to develop and work with singers like that. It's more about, like Ann said, can you make a beat? Okay, we got a great beat. Get somebody to sing in front of it. Who? I don't care. So, no, because back in the day, it was, it was the opposite. You'd have producers that come out like Jimmy and Terry. Oh, man, we want to work with her. Or Nerada Michael Walton. I want to work with her. You know, somebody like Whitney Houston couldn't happen today. Yeah, but you, you know. Now, I, I agree with you, but at the same point, you know, Janet Jackson would is, is exactly what I'm talking about. And I love I love what they did with Janet. But let's be clear, like she can't sing. Like she's not really no. a singer, no. but she's a name and you take the greatest producers and make these dope songs. They could have anybody sing them songs. Anybody could do but that, yeah. Would they have anybody been able to sell it? Like you put Janet and the way she looks and she can dance and all that, that's that that's the you know, that's the template. So, oh you know, she don't need to know how to sing. <laughs> like she can sing enough <laughs> in the studio. But you know, we're not, we don't care about how it sounds on the concert. We can sell this, and I think that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so yeah, you can have all the producers can be whoever. A producer can take anybody if they're a good producer and make them sound incredible, right? Which is I think oh, yeah. what they do now. Like, well, that's what they're doing you can now. Get the hot song. Who's the hot sound? Okay, cool. Who is this chick? Keisha Cole. She's got that look. Cool. Go on, put her on there. She sure does. You know, and boom, it, it goes out there. Now, when it's time to do the show, or what's up, Ashante or something, when it's time to do Oof. the concert, wow, you know, it's a struggle. Uh, Cassie, what's that? That's, a, that's Diddy's girl, right, Cassie? Yep. Had that one nice, you know, a legitimate dope song. Okay, now go time to perform on BET. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> Ad ain't popping. She looks incredible, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're not going to put you out of my right now. You know what it's like? It's like the classic Brady Bunch episode of Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Dude, you tell me I'm wrong. You're going way back. (laughs) You're going way back. And you may not have seen this one because it's a little before your time, but there was this one episode of the Brady Bunch. Greg got in his head that he was going to be a singer, and he goes to the studio and has all the music done. And they tell Greg to sing. And why did they hire Greg? Because he fit the suit. That's it. That's it. Everything else is already done. They wanted Greg to be Johnny Bravo. And that's what you have now. You got producers. You put it all together. Okay, we need somebody who looks good to plug right in the front. Get so-and-so. Okay, 
boom. And there you go. Yeah, man. Hey. But, you know, that's the game. That is the game currently. It's all about singles and downloads. It's not about cohesive albums anymore, unfortunately. It's all about big booties. Hey. (laughs) What's her name? Uh, Nicki Nicki Minaj. Never mind. (laughs) See? I don't care what she sound like. Clearly. Uh, uh, but anyway, go ahead. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we, we done with the Aretha? Yeah, we, we done. Yes. Well, yes. nice segue because uh, uh, social media uh, personality, awesomely lovey, she got her ass handed to her this week because somebody suggested that Tevin Campbell should uh, <laughs> be at Aretha's tribute. And then she tweeted, someone suggested Tevin Campbell sing at Aretha's tribute. Under what rock did they pull that name from? And the twit black Twitter was not having it and dragged her ass, rightfully so, for a trash in a Teva cab. I just wanted to get y'all feedback on that. You know, I saw his name trending and I had no idea what it was about. And then when I heard that somebody said something about him, I was like, I had never heard of this person you just who made the original tweet. And but I was like saying to myself, like, damn, I must be out of the game because apparently people know who she is and her voice must matter. Like, why? I don't, how that became such a viral thing. Of course, you know, people want to defend Tevin Campbell, which I have no problem with. Kevin's the shit. Tevin's the shit. But I just thought it was, like, I was trying to figure out who this person was. Like, what was the context of, I, didn't, I had never heard of her. So I was just like, man, okay, maybe I need to be paying attention or something. Um, but I thought it was cool that people came to his defense. Well, I think also... With the <clears throat> upcoming celebrations of Miss Franklin's life, you're going to have a lot of this talk coming around because there's going to be people who want to hear a tribute from this person or that person. Well, I don't want to hear that guy. I don't want to hear this woman. And I think this is just the beginning of it, unfortunately. I kind of like mm-hmm. when they with Prince, you know, it was all those different talks of, yeah. oh, we don't want this person. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, shout out to Tevin, man. Can you, can you, can you talk? Whatever. Yeah, it cuts, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was glad to see that uh, he he definitely got defended and people reminded. You know, that the dude in the mid '90s, he had some jams. I mean, and like somebody said, like he got put on Quincy Jones, Prince. I forgot who who uh, who else he worked. With. Teddy Riley. Babyface. Yeah, Babyface. Can we talk? So it's like you know, it wasn't like um, damn. I don't want to put throw shade at him. It's not like he was with like a pit bull or you know somebody you think might be whacked. The ones that are putting out these trap beats. I'm like, you got industry recognized producers who've been with the best that was working with him and, and produced some songs. So and and the boy can sing. Now why he fell off? That's you know it's just that's just the game. But you can't deny his uh, vocal ability and the hits he had. Yeah, no, he's he's the very distinctive voice. Uh, and it's it's dope, you know. I always say if if he came out later, like if he was out now and that little scandal stuff broke, he'd still be on the he'd still be on top. I mean, he would still be doing his thing. Back then, he was ostracized over that stuff, but I don't think he would be now. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. I guess my my age is showing. What you, what scandal are you talking about? Well, he had got arrested for like soliciting a prostitute or something like that, but it was like a male prostitute whatever oh, so you know you're an r&b singer and 
but you know, especially back then, they just you, you were pretty much kind of done with that. You know, so, but I'm gonna say nowadays, wow, I think you would, that would be an issue. I'm surprised you did not know that. Did not know. Yeah, that's, that's how they got tapped out of it. Whoa, different world. He said his mind's blown over this. I mean, to me though, you can look at tap. You can kind of see that it's like certain nah. singers where you already kind of. You wouldn't be surprised. I was like, I mean, I, 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 no, I feel like the pro, yeah, I, I figured he had those type of proclivities. I'm just saying, the soliciting male prostitutes. I'm like, what? The, what? It ain't tricking if you got <clears throat> Anyway, I can't call him. Shout out to Tevin. Dope. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, anything else? I think it was something. Oh, uh, the new season of. Ah, what is that show called? Insecure. Insecure. Okay. Insecure season three dropped last week. I imagine episode two is probably up in um, HBO right now. Uh, but I'm curious, what do you guys, what did you guys think of it? First episode. Well, that's reason number one. I, I think I tweeted it as well. This is why I'll never be an Uber driver. Because damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I probably just pulled over like I'm and just start running like I do this because I ain't driving around strapped so I'm like oh shit these fools these fools acting crazy but so far I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it uh, part of me even though they got rid of Lawrence which I kind of wanted to see his progression of where things going maybe he's gonna come back in later seasons because it looks like she's definitely gonna get renewed but I I'm like well since Lawrence is gone and you know people are are always saying that he was trash. I'm I'm liking the fact that Issa is getting her own uh, medicine with him with David. It was David, right? That's his name. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian, all these random women. Daniel. With, Daniel. Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Uh, smashing all these bad bras with uh, Issa on the couch. So I, I kind of like that dynamic. And you know, but at the same. At the same time, just like, okay, what is this game? I mean, help break it down for me, Mike, because you always say I'm always in simp mode, not recognizing How real game. I know what that is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, we, we, like... Are you talking about Daniel's game? Yeah, what's his game? Because you seem to be able playing. to recognize this. Yeah, I don't know what game he's playing. Uh, yeah, I was kind of confused by that whole thing. I was trying to remember how it the last season ended and I, I remember like I guess she came to his door but right. I couldn't remember if they were not they weren't a couple or trying to be a couple at that time so when they just show him having sex with other chicks why wow, he's got that girl I just thought that was like man that's it's kind of foul like I can I mean yeah it's his house blah 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 but I was like but why you <laughs> well you know Rosa this just sounds crazy <laughs> and then again it's like then he look real dirty dog if you think you're going to get with Issa after you know you're just busting down some other chick right there in the house in the bed like it's just seems he's doing too much man it's like yeah it's a young, it's a young man's thing that's how I chalked it up yeah because part of it is it's like okay is he trying to be the nice guy like you ain't got no place to go so I'll, I'll let you stay here but at the same time I'm still in my feelings because you said I was an itch to scratch but it's like, okay, what is your plan? Like, you are, the next moment, then the next moment, he's trying to smash her. So yeah. I'm, I'm all over the place. Like, what is this dude trying to get? I mean, more power to him if it works, I guess. But for me, I'm, I'm just confused. 
Yeah, it just it was he was super reckless to me. I didn't really understand it. But you know, my my take on the whole episode, I just thought it was cool. I I don't know. I was actually a, a little bored with the episode. Uh, oh, good. it wasn't just me. Okay, good. Yeah, I find that the Issa character, though I like her, I don't think she. I don't know. Just not enough story, or I don't care enough about to just to see her. Seemed like she was just kind of doing the same little. Okay, go to work over here, then do this. And I just, it was getting boring, and I like when it kind of goes to some of the other characters too. Uh, and that's why I think they should have Lawrence on the show because I, I I'm curious to see his story play out too. I was very curious to see how he works in his job thing as well. Uh, so I, I was just a little bored actually, and I didn't feel like it was moving forward a little bit. And then the other young lady, she stills. Molly messing with the other married dude. I was like, okay, I thought we already did this. Yeah, uh, it, it was dumb then, but you kind of want to see what happens. But now, just nothing really happened. They just keep keep they're just doing what they do. So I don't know. I, I'm waiting for something to happen to get me more invested in it. But I mean, I, it's still a good show. I, you know, I, I I like the characters per se. Again, I think the Issa Rae character. I look at it a little different at this point because I, I see her as just a very young person, so she's just doing a lot of mistake type stuff. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I was like, okay. Well, go ahead. Um, I I agree with everything you said. I think part of the reason they may have let Lawrence out completely is I think they're looking at the base audience of the show, and I don't think the producers think that they want to show Lawrence with someone not Issa and someone definitely not black. I don't think they want to get into all that. So like, you know what, let's just write him out completely. And so they're not going to talk about him. Now, as far as the woman with the married guy and, and my man's flexing a little bit too much attitude with his open marriage nonsense too. You know, she's all, I want my key back and he's all, why? Well, it's my key, mother. That's why. Shit. <laughs> You know, so I'm glad they need to resolve that thing. Um, did anyone get a chance to watch any more of Random Acts of Flyness? I, I tried to watch one episode. Okay, good. It's not just me I on made that. It two, two minutes, <laughs> two or three minutes, and I like this ain't for me. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with that one. I'm surprised that's even on HBO. I was like, who greenlit this? I don't. Yeah. I and mean, maybe I'm just out of the Democrat. I don't know, but it's just. It's too too out there to me. Mm-hmm. Moving right along here. Then uh, Ballers started. <clears throat> I haven't watched that well. yet. I haven't watched it. Then we shall not discuss it. <laughs> I wanted to well, wait till there's two episodes so I can get, go into it a little all right. deeper. Uh, all right. With that said, then let's briefly talk about uh, Power. Power. It's my show. <laughs> what were your thoughts uh, on the last episode? My thoughts was... Tasha and Ghost need to stick with each other because apparently they P games is wax hell. <laughs> they can't get no like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this on her. I'm gonna go ahead and throw this on him. See ya. Homie packed his stuff. That was smooth, Ghost. He was out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he was like, well, I'm not getting caught up anymore in this. Nope. I got to go. He's like, bucket. I'm a career. I'll pack right. all my shit. I don't get. Yeah, I, I said I was like, that's how you. I was like, hell yeah. There's no winning with these people. These people will drag you to the, either the grave or to the jail cell. 
Well, my thing was is Terry, you was on stupid. What the hell you doing? Smashing. Well, he got caught I, up in some. <laughs> was a drug dealer's wife. Yeah, and, <laughs> I understand and if they he got came issues, to his senses. Still. That's why, and he yeah, knew they, he was on some stupid. So he can't. There's no because there wasn't no way coming out. When once Ghost stepped to him, hmm. he's like, I don't want no smoke. I'm I don't out, want no I'm part out, of this. I'm out of here. <laughs> And he sees the heat that Proctor's under too. He's like, "No, I'm not getting caught up." Yeah, because Ghost yeah. Was, be, was on his ass, stepping to him out in the streets. Like, yeah, I ain't built for this life. Mm-mm. <laughs> Damn that pee. Mm-mm. Damn Tasha. But conversely, you know, Angela has got some dirt up her sleeve. She's making moves. I'm like, okay, okay. I don't see her being a prosecutor much longer. Nah. You know, she may go into the family business with ghosts because she is just getting dirtier and darker each week. And I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, what, what gets me is uh, Tommy's pops. Like, oh, man, he's so foul. First of all, Tommy, how you not recognizing the game? Like, dude, you you've been in this what twenty some odd years, and you ain't. I, I mean, I, I, I guess you know you ain't had a father all these years. You know, you might get blinded by that. But at the end of the day, you you had your suspicion. How did he get out of jail? Exactly. And like you were saying, um, uh, my dude, stop talking around this guy, cat to you sure he's fully vetted. And he already turned on your boy. He's like, yeah, he killed this dude in prison. I know all that stuff. Give me immunity. <laughs> which, which at the same point, I guess he was smart. He's like, all right, you know, at the end of the day, he can use that to his advantage at some point. And yep, there it is. There it is. Am I wrong that it kind of make it seem like he might now be a little more sympathetic? To, to Tommy, like he don't want to, he's not gonna flip on Tommy now. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, that's clear. That's clear with, with what he gave them. Yeah. He's like, because he because he knows more, but he gave him ghosts. Right. Okay. And that's coming from the from the wife. Yeah, because she right. cracked him last that's week. Right. Like you, you're gonna roll, you're gonna snitch on Tommy, nah, man. So that's definitely not gonna fly. <clears throat> and can we talk about and forgive my language, everybody listening? Can we talk about this little nigga Tariq? <laughs> He's going down the road. I told you it was going to have him go down. He, he, got, uh, he got to pay for some uh, of this, man. He got to, something's got to happen to this kid, man. I need Ghost to give him the two-piece ass whipping that that little nigga deserves. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, I get it. Moms and pops, they had this whole other side to them in the drug game. But Kanan kidnapped your ass. He was going to extort, use you for, extort Ghost to use you for some money. And you like you run into him trying to be the new goat? Like, man, come on, man. Come on, bro. Kanan is playing a long game. He's gonna get yeah. he's getting his revenge. The same way Ghost and killed his or had to take the son out and got him caught up. Same he's he's getting he's playing a long game, but that's what he's doing. No, Kanan is definitely playing backgammon out there. I'll give him that. <clears throat> but Tyreek has got, as far as I know, two bodies on him that he's kind of responsible for and he hasn't had to answer for any of it no nah. actually i think he got three. Oh, three is a third okay yeah the, uh, the white lady that they uh, did the home invasion yeah, yeah that the, uh, well, Raina and then uh ray ray ah and it's right. all connected to king and again yeah. this is just a dumb kid he ain't from the streets. He don't know. Not, he don't know that life. Oh. And Kanan is stringing him right along. He's gonna get ghosts. Telling. <laughs> and the all kid. A long play. And the kid talks like he's got a lemon in his mouth all the time too. 
Kills me with that. What is <laughs> what killed me? I think there was Ampu that brought this out. There was some thread that shows that actor every character he plays. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, somebody, yeah, it's like that dude ain't been shit since he was five. That kid ain't nothing, man. He got to pay. Orange is the New Black, Barbershop, The Next Cut, this movie called Love, uh, The Amateur. He always was doing something stupid. Yeah. And screwing someone over. <laughs> I wonder, does he like actively look for that role or something? <laughs> I would love somebody to interview him and ask him that. Like, like I, I joke with somebody, like, how you get typecast as fuckboy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, does work at the how? post office. <laughs> Where you get in? It was just, you know what? He's like that one Mexican guy who always plays the cholo dude, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. I, I joke. I joke to said he's this generation's Michael Beach. <laughs> Michael Beach. Who is it? That's the guy who always was cast as the guy fucking over his black wife. He was a uh, soul food. He cheated on Vanessa Williams. Oh, okay. Waiting to accept. <laughs> He was he was in another film I can't remember, but he was the one they always got. Hilarious, hilarious. All right, well, fellas, we're gonna have to wrap it up here uh, and keep it moving. And Pooh, where can they find you online? You can see me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Pooh. We're gonna have two new episodes this week for QA, so please look out for that and uh, please subscribe as well. Subscribe, comment, like. All right, big sexy man. I know last year I heard about some websites and you just, is that even? You know, like I, I was talking to, uh, you know, some people who know people and it, apparently I could be wrong, but it's all about the Instagram and oh, Twitter okay. now than, than Facebook, than a, than a webpage. So we, can, we don't even worry about that. No. I you know, saw I, that. I saw that. Like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and snitch. Uh, Big sexy is really ghost. That website <laughs> is, is la- money laundering. That's what that was. <laughs> I ain't gonna never get built because you gotta constantly have wow. production expenses. I, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Real life ghost. All oh, right. Wait, wait, wait. What about uh, Lorenz Tate? Looks like his character finally got his comeuppance a little bit. We didn't yeah, talk about. Yeah. You know, I expected him to be a little more dirty than he is, but he's he is a politician, so at the end of the day, he is dirty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ghost checked him and said, look, this is how it's going to go from now on. You know, so I'm going to get my taste. I'm staying on this board, too. Yeah, we'll see. I, still, I think there's some, I still think they got something else with his character. It just didn't seem like there was enough for all the buildup he's had. But maybe I could be wrong. But all right, with that said, we got to get up out of here. Appreciate you guys listening. Please check us out, podcastjuice.net. Become a Patreon. Hit subscribe on the YouTube. You know what to do. Get involved, but also work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.